0: Hello and welcome back to another FACT Podcast. I'm Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique. And in today's uh, podcast is done by request for, I think it was, the request came from a doctor in Fremont, Nebraska. I think that's what I saw. But anyway, I think there was another request from linking to, this is for you, Randy and Austin. This is a little bit about the mitochondria mitochondria. So if you're not a doctor or not interested in cell biology, go ahead and skip this podcast and and go pick up your, listen to your uh, latest Joe Rogan um, one. But if you want to know, you know, why people are throwing away their biology textbooks in the last month, Biology 101 That's because in some recent studies, and it was a seven-year study. I want everyone to see that. They've been doing this for seven years. They found free-floating mitochondria in our bloodstream. Now, why is that a big deal? One, why didn't you know that was in our bloodstream to start with? And two, what is the function of free-floating mitochondria in our bloodstream? In other words, mitochondria, which is an organelle, it's a part of inside a cell. It creates our energy, um, it runs metabolism for every one of our cells. So it's an important organelle, like the nucleus, like ribosomes. It's part of what's inside a cell. And the mitochondria, you know, it's kind of funny looking. It it actually looks like a bacteria. I always look at it and say, hey, that looks like E. coli or staph, you know, <laughs> uh, or strep. Um, it, it is double membraned. It has double membranes on it. So two walls on the outside of it. And on the inside, it has its own DNA. So why is that unique? Well, inside the nucleus, the inside of a mineral cell is your DNA. That's where your mom and dad came together and gave you half of their genetic makeup and the other half from the other parent and made you. And that's what controls the cell, controls life, is that DNA inside the nucleus. Why would mitochondria have to have its own DNA? DNA. And the DNA in the mitochondria, here's the cool thing. Mitochondrial DNA is maternal. It's from your mom. Um, your your dad uh, mitochondria got destroyed by the oocyte right after fertilization. And there's only really mitochondria near the tail of a sperm. And um, so it's, it's real interesting how inside you, inside your skin cell, your right bicep cell, your little toe cell, that you, inside each cell is this power-packed mitochondria that gives energy, that converts sugars and things to ATP, energy units your, your uh, cell can use, and it has its own DNA. And that DNA is circular. Um, looks like a plasma DNA. looks like bacterial DNA. And in fact, what we do know, if you look at a mitochondria, we have some what's called endosymbiosis. In other words, we live symbiotically, we live in conjunction with, we live paired with bacteria. And about 1.7 million years ago, bacteria entered mammal cells, animal cells, and assisted in the evolution and sped up, you know, life. The reason we walk on two feet and the reason other animals walk on four legs is because the mitochondria decided you know this bacteria said oh look at this bubbly big cell many cell organism let's help it out let's pop inside of it and we're going to work on symbiotically i don't know who designed that it's just amazing um but of course because we didn't understand it um didn't, don't understand the purpose we said oh you know it's it it worked back then 1.7 million years ago and here we are in 2020, you look at one of our cells, inside our cells are these little energy powerhouses, and they look just like bacteria. And they have DNA inside them just like bacteria. There's many theories why mitochondria have their own DNA. Is it because the nucleus can't house all the genetic information needed for putting together a cell or running life? Is it for communication somehow? Well, here's the cool thing that we found out just in the last 20, 30 years. And again, two two months ago, we threw out our understanding of biology with the understanding that there's free-floating mitochondria all throughout our body. Kind of reminds me of the midichlorians from uh, Star, Star Wars. If you remember Star Wars, there is these uh, millions and trillions of little tiny... Um, uh, organisms that live within uh, in humans and they can control the force. Well, little did they know that when they were talking about that a couple of decades later we will be talking about something similar. Now we've known about mitochondria all the time and we would find it in free-floating serum and blood, but we always thought it was you know because of crushed cells normal um, ptosis, normal cell death, aging, that the cell would blow apart. And we all, oh, look at all that mitochondria. There must have been a, an injury or cell there, cell death there, aging. No, no, no. And because we had a paradigm, we had a viewpoint, that's all we saw. Until January 2020, when it was released that a seven-year study found that we have free-floating mitochondria that is normal and expected in our bloodstream. What does it do? Well, a billion years, 1.7 billion years of evolution can only do one thing, lead to efficiency. Because if we have a trait, we have a structure, if we have a behavior um, that does not assist with biological fitness, does not exist with um, biological survival, then it goes away. You know, in other words... The, the reason, you know, your little pinky toes are slowly over time getting smaller is we don't hang from trees anymore. So that would go away. It's not needed. Well, if we didn't need free-floating um, mitochondria in our bloodstream, guess what? Then we wouldn't have it. So this goes to what my uh, questions and uh, the uh, prompting from Nebraska. Why do we have it? Why is it there? Well, it's a communication device. We have packed DNA. You don't want free-floating DNA. You have protected, packed DNA. There are glycoproteins on the outside of the mitochondrial wall that says this is Fred, that says this is self, this is me. So it's not gonna be attacked by our immune system. And it's a way to travel some of that DNA back and forth. You ready for this? It's gonna blow your mind. I mean, mitochondria are really no, no boundaries. They know no boundaries at all. One cell next to another cell can actually transfer their mitochondria back and forth. What are they doing? In other words, it's like handing a suitcase back and forth, a backpack back and forth. The one cell will open up and a mitochondria would jump through. What are they doing? Well, they must be communicating and, and the only thing they can communicate is information in that circular DNA, that maternal DNA. Maybe the nucleus needs a little help. Maybe it's a way of preventing cancer, fighting cancer, um, reminding the uh, the cell what its job is to do. When a cell gets old and you start losing mitochondria, you start losing that energy function. Maybe it's a way of jump-starting and borrowing some mitochondria. There's a lot of theories out there. This is very new, like the last few years. Um, understanding how a cell will open up and a mitochondria will jump back and forth. So it has to be a communication device of sh- getting that information. Um, maybe it's a way of stopping cancer. Hey, no, 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 here's a good copy of mom's DNA. Stop it now. Why would you want your, your mom's DNA floating around? Millions and millions of copies floating around your bloodstream. Well, it has to be binding, going somewhere, and communicating that information. That should blow your mind. None of this is in the biology textbooks you currently have. You can go to a college right now, and that information is not in the biology 101 textbooks. Not there yet. Why? Well, what does this mean to me? I'm, you know, for those who did stay on, and they're not really a doctor or a researcher and wanted to learn about mitochondria, here's what it means. One, philosophically, ontologically, we missed it that we have this whole science, this whole understanding of how our physiology works, and we didn't know. It could change how we deliver drugs. It could it could change biologics like vaccines. Why do we have some people who do well in vaccines, some people who have side effects? Well, you got free-floating DNA around there. Um, does the mitochondrial free-floating DNA bind with um, chicken embryo DNA or whatever we're using in some of these vaccines? and change things, so some people get a side effect. Does the free-floating mitochondria work with fighting disease? Do we have more free-floating DNA when you're sick? Well, most of the research right now, and that means in the last few weeks, and most of the comments, editorial comments, saying it has to be a communication device, and maybe we'll find out that it's a marker before cancer. Well, that makes sense to me. If you have a high level of uh, free-floating DNA in your system then maybe your body's saying whoa you know you got some weird skin cells going on fred you're getting about to get skin cancer i need to send good copies of what our dna should be like and the easiest way to do it is send some free floating mitochondria out there and bind near that, that cancer site and say hey here's a real copy don't listen to this other copy because that's a cancer you're running the cancer program here's a rare program It's kind of like my laptop here when I would have a program or even your phone. I remember when I first got my first smartphone and Facebook wasn't working. Belinda, my wife, just said, hey, delete it and download it again. What? That's what I did. Deleted Facebook off my phone, downloaded it again, and it worked fine. Oh, wow. Okay. There was a glitch. Well, that's all cancer is. It's a mutation. It's a glitch. Maybe mitochondria is a way of communicating to those adjacent cells next to the, um, the cancer to turn off the oncogene, to turn, to turn off the, uh, the cancer gene. Wow, that would change how we do chemotherapy, how we do vaccines. We wouldn't be messing with biologics the same way. Maybe we would just, you know, pull out some mitochondria from your own body and instruct them on how to strengthen our immune system. We're not there yet. We're far from there yet. But look at how far medicine has come, look at even in cancer research, like if someone has a blood cancer, like a lymphoma, you know, you know, we're taking out their stem cells, redesigning their stem cells and injecting back in. Amazing things are happening in medicine. And we didn't know that it was normal to have free floating mitochondria with your maternal copy of circular DNA with inside it, floating around with millions and millions of copies. We had no idea that that was happening. So now what do we do? We find out its purpose and we find out if maybe some of the therapies that are not having effect or have side effects may be interfering with this communication device. Wow, that's pretty good. That just means our philosophy was wrong. And being human, we're wrong at least 51% of the time. I live in a house with five women. I'm wrong all the time. So maybe we need to take a step back and understand that the innate intelligence of this human body is so far ahead that even our research now in 2020 is discovering new things and how it works. To me, that's amazing. And this has been another Fact Podcast.